Hey everybody, welcome back to the Coffee and Convos podcast where the best conversations happen over coffee. I'm your host Alyssa and today we are at Refill Coffee sipping on some lattes and I'm super excited to chat with our guest today, Meg Marie. She is an incredible photographer based in San Diego who helps people unlock more confidence, self-acceptance and possibility in their life. So thank you so much for being here, Meg. Thanks girl, I'm excited to be here. Yay! Oh my gosh. So I know that you have such an interesting story about how you started in photography. So I'd love to hear that. Yes. So my photography journey started about three years ago in Taiwan, of all places. I was (laughs) living there teaching English abroad with my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time. And I wanted to get a camera to document my travels. You know, that's like one of the things you do when you're traveling and you're going abroad. You're like, oh, I should get a a good camera and like take more pictures, right? So that was my intention was to share my travels online, start a blog maybe. Um, and I started falling in love with it. Aww, and I remember a couple like really pivotal key moments. There was this one time we were on summer break and we were traveling in the Philippines. And I was just jogging down the street one morning, kind of like exploring the city of Manila. And I saw these two young boys riding together on a bicycle. And something about their energy just really like called to me. And I stopped and I could tell they were very poor, maybe hungry, but they were really, really happy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have to take their picture, you know? So I like got on my cell phone and kind of like pretended to take a picture and pointed at them and back at the camera to kind of ask their permission. And the older brother was like, kind of nodded in approval. And I took their portrait. And then I showed them the picture on my phone and he just like grinned and just lit up with pride. And that was like just one moment, but I I just felt like, wow, a portrait can be so, so powerful um, and just really just ignite someone's confidence. And um, yeah, it was just that, that was one little moment, but it was really when I was traveling and I just started posting all my pictures online and people were like, wow, these are great. And I fell in love with photography through street photography and travel photography. And then I also was kind of at this weird time in my life where one of the reasons I went to teach English abroad was because I didn't really know what I wanted to do with the rest of my Mm. life. I was at this weird kind of pivoting point. I had been a personal trainer for seven years. Oh, wow. But all of a sudden, I couldn't see myself doing it long term. And my boyfriend was a banker. And I was like, hey, you want to just like quit our jobs and move abroad and teach English? Why not? Wow. So we did this experience. And that is honestly what led me to photography. And I'm so, so grateful for it. Like, I I don't know if I ever would have I never I loved I always loved taking pictures Mm -hmm. and I was kind of that everyone was like oh send those to me I was always that girl who took a million photos yeah but I never thought of it as actually something I could do for a living oh my gosh I started learning like the craft and how to use a DSLR camera and studying other photographers and realized oh my gosh there's people who are doing this and making a great living doing it you know their passion and so that kind of launched me into it and I just started studying 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 with the intention to launch my business when I got back to America and I did I love that I just kind of like dove in heart first um still had like a day job at a restaurant while I was building my business the first year um but yeah I just dove in oh my gosh how (laughs) long have you been um how long has it been since you started your business officially 
So officially about a year and a half, and then I've been full-time just over a year now. That is insane. Yeah. Like, when we talked at um, Allison's Mastermind, shout out to Allison, by the way, would not have <laughs> met Meg without you. Um, you had talked about that, that you started your business just about a year and a half ago, and you grew it so quickly, and, you know you just really stepped in and like you said heart first mm -hmm. I would love to hear your journey of like how you like just started to freelance in that sense because I feel like people who are creative minded or maybe want to look towards photography or something other than a corporate job as a career don't really know where to start so was it like how did you know that you wanted to take that hobby and make it your full-time thing? And what steps did you take to like get there? Yeah, that is an, a great question um, because it's, it's, it is like a really pivotal moment when you're like, you have this idea, this inspiration, this thing you love to do. And I feel like the beginning is almost the hardest, cause mm -hmm. like those first few jobs and asking for the money is really the hardest. And then mm -hmm. you, it just kind of takes off from there. But for me, I, when I made my mind up, I remember this day I had come back from living abroad, been home for like a month, and we were staying with my parents in Washington State, visiting them for Christmas, and I decided to make my business Facebook page. And that was kind of my first like step of saying to the world publicly, hey, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm going to be a photographer now, guys. Um, and I just remember making the Facebook page and I was so nervous to like start inviting people to the page, but mm -hmm. I, just, I just was like, just do it. You know, just do it. I mean, I like to think of things in life as I always like think about what is the worst thing that can happen. Worst yeah. thing that can happen, I try it, it doesn't work, and I go back to personal training or I find something else to do. And that kind of helps me overcome the fear and keep putting myself out there. And so I just remember launching my page and, and people were, were um, very supportive. And I, you know, in the beginning, I definitely did free photo shoots. So mm -hmm. like my first few portrait shoots, I asked friends and family, can I take your picture? And um, people are more than willing to, you know, I think when you, when you are open about like your passion and you express that this is something you want to do, it's something you love, people can see that. People can see that you're passionate for it and they want to support you, they want to help you. Mm -hmm. So whether it's those first free photo shoots you're doing or testing your craft out on someone else, um, people will support you if you just kind of take one foot in front of the other. And it's baby steps, like just see, that was one of so many baby steps, like just making the Facebook page, I remember that. And then, you know, I remember posting those first photos from the first photo shoot yeah. and it was it was scary because I'm like I don't know oh my gosh I hope the you know the client likes it and actually that was I remember my very first first client and yeah I was so so nervous like I hope they like this because they were paying me you know some money and and they did they loved it they shared it and that really kind of motiv motivated me to keep going because people were starting to share my photos and I could see that they loved it and um yeah, that was kind of the beginning. And, you know, when it comes to freelancing and just following your craft and in the beginning, I think it's just important to also surround yourself with the right people. Mm -hmm. That's something that I had been building this incredible network of 
women and friends and I had a lot of like entrepreneurs around me uh, through my friendships and just kind of seeing them do it and having them to support me and cheer me on and kind of ask questions to and and kind of vent to when you're when you're kind of in the in the doubt and in the fear yeah. that really really makes all the difference um, to just start surrounding yourself with other people who are following their passion and who get it mm-hmm. so that was that was really really helpful in the beginning and um, another thing is I really when I when I put, like have this idea of something I want to do I just dive in like I said heart first and I just go a hundred percent like I'm committed and I think that is a big um, a big thing that has led me to my success is just 100% committing and going all in and saying I don't have a plan B and only having that plan A. And so when I really fell in love with photography and I realized this is something I could do for the rest of my life and be so happy and inspired doing it, I was like, okay, there's no plan B. Like if this doesn't work out, my business, wait, no, it's gonna work out. Like I, d- I think just having that like deep faith mm-hmm. is another another key point. And, and um, yeah, not just like, not just kind of like dipping your toe in, but I, I really believe in just fully diving in. I love that. Yeah, love and, that. and seeking mentorship. That was another big thing I really did um, in the first six months to a year is I reached out to a ton of photographers and only a very small percentage of them <laughs> actually got back to me and said, sure, like I'd be willing to work, you know, work with you or yeah. sure you can come to, you know, assist me on a photo shoot. Um, a very small percent, but those two or three people who said yes, um, it made all the difference to learn from people who have, you know, done what you want to do in your life, you know, it's with your true. craft and mm-hmm. with your business and passion. And so a couple of those people, I paid them, you know, I paid them to come on the photo shoot. <laughs> like I paid them to come like assist them and learn from them and get mentorship. But it was the best investment I ever made. And I, I took a few courses, um, like I've taken a Jenna Kutcher's branding course. Ooh. Yeah, so I loved, and it's branding for photographers specifically. Yeah. So I think it's really important to not trying to like reinvent the wheel, but like, you know, learn from people who are doing what you want to do mm-hmm. and study those people um, and do whatever you can to kind of get in their circle or just learn from them, even if that means investing money. Yeah. Um, I actually invested a lot of money before I had the money. You know, I was yeah. working at a restaurant job and just using all any money I had to invest in education, invest That's in my so gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and not this isn't for everybody, but I actually I did go into debt, you know, a couple thousand dollars to get the right camera gear. And and that is just kind of me being like that is. For me, that was like how I kind of was proving to the world this is I'm all in like I'm going all mm-hmm. in. I'm going to invest my time, my money, like I'm going to start telling people I'm doing this and and that kind of, and that really helped me as well, I think. I love that. I love that. I think I think that's so smart because like yes, even though you did, you know, like you said go in debt over it, mm-hmm. you you made it back. You made that investment, but you over time were able to pay that off and then like here you are now as a successful business owner after a year and a half of work. And like you said, you've been doing this full time for a year, which is incredible because I think there was a statistic that like 60% of new businesses that start fail within the first year. And, you know, I haven't completed my first year yet. And I'm just like so nervous. But I like you said, we 
when you have that fire and that passion to do something and to go all in, like you don't have any other choice but to do that. There is no plan B, like this has to work. Um, <clears throat> I was talking to my boyfriend about that and we've been talking about this the last few days because it's the new year and we're like, okay, what can we do to improve ourselves and just do, do better? And we talked about how we, we noticed that maybe we didn't go all in for the last like couple months of the year. And that's our fault, you know, because we felt like the, the kind of weight that it, it gave us that really just weighed us down and felt like, shoot, now we have to play catch up. And like, that's like the worst thing, you know? So it's just like planning smarter, working smarter and just like being a lot more prepared. But aside from all that, I, I love that you are so empowering and you, you really do like help others just feel so much more confident in themselves, which brings me to the guide that you created, which is called How to Feel Confident AF on Camera. And I read it like, and I just loved it. I think it's genius that you were able to just take this idea of like, I'm able to help others feel confident on camera. And even though they may not be working with me, it'll help them on their future photo shoots and what they need help with. So I'd love to hear your inspiration behind that and how you just like really hone in on helping others feel really confident. Yes, thank you. Um, I, yeah, I, I love, I do love helping people feel confident on camera. And a big reason is because I didn't always feel confident on camera myself. It's something I am still working on every single day. Um, but I'm gonna back up just a little bit. I think this is an important part of the story, my story, <laughs> to um, my journey to helping yeah. other people feel confident Absolutely. is I actually did try a business when I was a personal trainer and my first business failed. I went, I tried to go out on my own, start my own business and it didn't go well. I wasn't able to make a living and support myself even though I was so passionate um, about the work I did and my clients were getting great results, but I didn't have the business savvy. I didn't have the marketing savvy or the branding savvy. And that is so, so key when you're building a business. If you want to continue doing you know, your passion and helping people, um, you have to have the business side down. Mm. And so that was another big thing I studied in the beginning of my um, photography business journey. And I realized that all the books I read, all the podcasts I listened to, and all the other people I followed, I was learning how to really build the business side of the business mm -hmm. and put myself out there. And a big thing that helped me with my brand and, um, and my brand awareness and just um, building my business is putting myself out online and it was it was really scary at first to post pictures of myself and mm. kind of you know with my camera and yeah. especially like when you get a real photo shoot done it's <laughs> totally different you know right yeah now? it's totally different than just like a, a phone a picture of oh, yourself absolutely. on your phone or an iphone selfie i don't know it's it's scary you know you're in front of that camera it's more vulnerable to be in front of the camera mm. but um it is it's so amazing like what a photo shoot can do for your own self-confidence and self-worth. 
And one of um, my goals this year is to book more photo shoots regularly because I noticed that when I did have a photo shoot coming up, I would be more mindful about my own self-care and I would be resting more and taking care of myself better, eating better, you know, working out more. And the first few photo shoots were definitely scary and I was like, <laughs> nervous in front of the camera, but the more I got in front of the camera, the more comfortable I became with being in front of the camera. And I also noticed a difference, you know, the f type of photographer you work with, it's really, really important to feel comfortable with that person and feel like you can be there, you know, yourself. There's so many great photographers out there, but not every photographer is right for every single person. Mm -hmm. And so I noticed a difference with the different photographers I was working with. So yeah. anyways, um, I, that was kind of my inspiration for the guide is my own journey of kind of like seeing the power that a photograph can have, a photograph you're really proud of, that effect that it can have, not just for magnetizing your business, but magnetizing your own confidence. Mm. And um, that really kind of like, when I realized that and what it was doing for my own confidence, I, I just, I don't know, I just wanted to share that and I wanted to help other people see, like realize that. Cause I think I've always had, I think one of my superhero powers is just seeing the, the possibility in other people and like the, you know, kind of their, their essence, if you will, I kind of their that. light. Yeah. And I think it's really hard. Sometimes we don't see that in ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I really love to help people feel, you know, confident on camera, comfortable in front of the camera, whether that's like telling jokes on the photo <laughs> shoot, um, to get you giggling or, you know, um, just showing you know tricks tips to posing because yeah. posing oh my gosh posing like, can make all the yeah. difference oh that's the hardest gosh. thing for me I'm like this is the only side I know and yeah. then like I'm just like <laughs> yeah so like exactly and you know people tend to shrink back from the camera when mm. especially like a big professional camera goes up in your face that's just our natural reaction right but then it's super unflattering to go back away from the camera it's better to you know be strong and tall and you know big in the chest and like lean in eyes forward um so there's just so many different little tips that mm -hmm. you know once you learn these you will show up on camera in a whole new way you'll feel more confident going into your photo shoot and then you know you'll love the photos better because um you would just you'll appear more confident and so yeah posing um and then as far as the photo shoot goes um I was really inspired to make this guide because my brand photo shoots are a little bit different. They're long. They're a half day session. So anywhere from four to six hours typically. Mm. And we go to three locations, sometimes four. Wow. Um, my clients do five to 10 outfit changes. We do like props and we get uh, creative, do some creative concepts. So it's kind of a lot of planning. Yeah. But I realized like the more planning and intention that you put into the photo shoot, especially when it comes to branding, because you want to make sure they're attracting the right people, mm -hmm. um, then, you know, the more confident you're going to feel going into the photo shoot. Yeah. So, you know, planning is such a big part of it and wardrobe and locations and kind of figuring all that out ahead of time. Mm -hmm. um, it, it actually, it does empower my clients. They get more excited about the photo shoot and they just feel more confident showing up on the day. I've had clients that email me like, oh my gosh, thank you for sending all this information over. I feel so much like more excited now and confident I love about that. the shoot. Yeah. So planning is, is really key. And that was kind of my inspiration too, is for my clients and for anyone really who wants to mm -hmm. read the guide is, you know, here's kind of the steps. Here's the things you need to think about to make sure you are telling your brand story um, authentically 
Yes, and absolutely. And also, you know, kind of attracting the right the right tribe mm-hmm. with, the, with the photos. I love that. And for anyone who's interested in reading this guide, I'll have to link everything in the show notes so you get mm-hmm. access to it because it's such an amazing read. And it's it does just, like, you get to see all of her amazing photographs as well, which is awesome. But I really did just, like, love reading it. And it is 30 pages, but it goes by quickly, yeah. you guys. It's not, like, anything yeah. crazy. But it's, it's 30 pages because, like, I think a, another big thing that I found with clients from where I've done mm-hmm. about 80 personal brand photo shoots now. Wow. And another thing that I found is a lot of people, especially if you're just starting your business, um, or even if you're not and you've been in business for a while, but you're going through, like, a rebrand or yeah. you, you know something needs to shift people sometimes don't have the clarity around their brand. And so chapter one is all about getting clarity around your brand Mm -hmm. and, you know, everything from, you know, who do you want to attract to like, I like to call it um, your brand, heart, soul, and personality is kind of a little formula I came up with and you can read the guide for more information on it. I don't want to like dive too deep into that. Um, But basically it's these things that we need to think about that when it comes down to it, our story, you know, our mm-hmm. beliefs, Absolutely. like what our brand stands for and against, like those kind of things are really, really important to get clarity on first. And if you have that clarity, you know what you're, you know, who you're helping, what your superhero power is, then you're going to show up more confidently on camera too. Yeah. Like, cause you just, you're showing up, you know, who you're, you know, you know you're there to help, you know, mm-hmm. why you're taking these photos. You know, if you have that clarity first, you're, you're just going to feel more excited to get that. in front of the camera and share the photos. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, so it's, it's a very comprehensive guide. <laughs> that's, why so, that's why it's so long. It's 33 pages. I, I meant to write like five pages and then I just started writing and I was like, no, I can't not include yeah. this. Like I have to put the photo shoot prep checklist in and mm-hmm. I have to like include the posing tips and I was like gonna cut things out I was like I can't I just can't so yeah no it's, it's totally <laughs> it's totally great the way it is I love the 33 pages a, it's yeah awesome. it was a huge passion project of mine yeah. that took a, a long time to complete because of my own perfectionism <laughs> like I think a lot of people can relate to this you start projects you don't finish it because mm-hmm. it's not perfect exactly you, like for me I kept changing it so just to have it done is is enough for me. I'm yeah. just happy that I got it done. Girl, the day that anyone completes a project is like the day that like ugh, pigs start flying because it just feels like it, it takes forever to complete a project. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm not completely happy with a podcast episode, you know, but I'm like, okay, like I could either be my worst critic or I could just put it out there because people don't know like that it took you X amount of time to do it or that it's perfect or anything like that. And I think, what was the quote? It's like done is better than perfect. And there's like, at least get it as close to perfect as you can. But yeah, I think, I think what, what I love the most was that you talked about planning. I'm such a planner myself and I really love that you take the time behind the scenes to help your clients you know, develop these creative concepts and like really imagine themselves in the photo shoot before it even happens. Because there's some times where um, people reach out to me to do photo shoots sometimes and it might be like a week or two in advance and I'm like, I don't have time to get ready. Like, oh no, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, I won't. Like, you know, and I feel, and that's kind of where that confidence comes into play. And I'm just like, oh shoot, you know, like, what can I do to prepare myself if I do agree to do this, you know? And I think it is very important to 
plan ahead. And then I love that, like how long typically does it take for you to build out these concepts for your clients? Like three weeks, a month out, like how far in advance do you get ready to prepare? Um, so I have even like done, like you're saying, like taken on a photo shoot and I'm like, okay. And I've said, yes, like we'll do it in two weeks, but I'm learning that those photo shoots aren't for me and what I do with the mm. branding and they're, they're not, it's not enough time. Yeah. So I like to really book out at least minimum four weeks, but even six to eight weeks is kind of my sweet spot. And right mm. now I'm, I'm booked about eight weeks out. So it kind of That's works amazing. out perfectly. Yeah. Um, but that it just gives the client time to like book their hair and makeup, prepare outfits. And, you know, I think my photo shoots are a little different and like, I, I want the client to kind of go all out and almost step into this new version of themselves, mm. like get glamorous. And a lot of my clients, it's their first time ever getting like their hair and makeup done. Um, but it just does something like extra special for your confidence that day. And yeah. you know, um, so it's, it's great to just have time to plan wardrobes and, Pin, look at your Pinterest board. Yeah, and, absolutely. And also I find um, what's really great is um, another reason to plan ahead is because then you can kind of let the vision and the plan for locations and stuff marinate mm-hmm. because a lot of times I might or the client might see like some like they're driving by somewhere or they, they find a new location on Instagram. They're like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Like this is better. Can we do this instead? Mm-hmm. And so it kind of gives it time to kind of sink in your yeah. vision and and see, is this the brand I want? And, and, and really think on it instead of just saying, kind of planning last minute. Mm, I love that, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, is, it does get stressful when like something, when you are trying to squeeze something in within like a couple weeks. Like, like for me, that's like event planning, right? I like threw my last event, um, just like very willy nilly because I wanted to get it done before the year ended. And that's where Iman and I did the live podcast with Philip which you guys can listen to later if you want. But um, we planned that within like two weeks, two, three weeks. And it was gnarly. (laughs) And I'm just like, and I told myself like for this year, I do want to do monthly events, but I don't want to rush it. And I want to make sure every single detail this time is like actually prepped. Because like that was more of like a proof of concept and everything. And just see how people were receptive to it. And like this time around, like I want to be smart about it you know so definitely plan ahead you guys it's very (laughs) crucial just like plan smart but with planning ahead Mm -hmm. action any actions better than like no action so if if you have an opportunity to do a photo shoot in a week that otherwise you're not going to do do it Mm -hmm. you know that's true yeah especially if it's like if you are like looking for new content and just Mm -hmm. like someone new to work with Mm -hmm. i love that um I love that because when we first met too, you did say that you had like a bajillion other jobs before you landed here. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear about that journey just like as a side note because, and then you also have about how you travel to like 16 different countries because I read that in your bio. <laughs> um, yeah, so I used to be really, really ashamed of the fact that I would like bounce around from job to job, uh, either quit or got fired um, because I was just kind of like, I don't know I just something like a free spirit in a way but I also like I just ne- I didn't want to settle for anything that I was not passionate for and I totally. got very passionate about personal training so I did stick with that a while but you know I taught a 
bunch of different gyms. Um, you know, I taught yoga at different yoga studios. I was a barista actually oh. for at least four or five coffee shops, girl. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that's why I love coffee. Um, <laughs> worked at restaurants. Uh, was a lifeguard, a babysitter. I mean, I just did a lot of different things. And part of it was I didn't know what I wanted to do long term. I think, mm-hmm. and so I was experimenting and dabbling in different things, um, which can be frustrating. I've been there when you're like, oh, I don't know what I want to do with totally. my life. And it's, it is frustrating. And I, I always say, just follow your bliss. There's like the, I forget, I think it's Joseph Campbell who said, follow your bliss and the universe will open doors where there once were walls. Wow. And yeah. I, I really started following my bliss a lot um, after I lost a very good friend of mine in high school who, who died in a car accident and it really made me realize well life is really short you know she was my best friend and we were always together inseparable and um just after she passed away i i really realized like every single day is a gift and i think it's it you know death really teaches you that that you know every day we have is a gift so why not follow you know do what you love and do what makes you happy and that's why I think I, I bounced around a lot because I would quit if I wasn't happy <laughs> um, and you know I always I was raised to you know like most people were like go to school get your degree right. which I also dropped out of college after my first semester uh, I did finish my associate's degree but um, you know, my mom, she was always like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, you need to go to school, get a real job. And so I always was so scared to tell her mom, I'm, I'm I quit another job or I have a new job now, <laughs> but, um, it, it led me to where I am now. And I, it's funny because every, I do believe, you know, everything in our life is, it's not an accident. I think like mm. things, you know, we can learn something from every experience. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, personal training and teaching yoga helped me with posing people and feel comfortable directing people. And, you know, teaching English in Taiwan helped me, you know, teach. And now I'm, I'm really passionate about teaching kind of branding and things. So I don't know. It's just funny how you look back and every little thing actually led you to where you are now. Mm-hmm. And so, Absolutely. you know, um, what was the question? <laughs> like, was there a second part of that? Oh, then um, traveling. Yeah. yeah, that and that led me to travel. I always like I always wanted to travel the world and had that adventurous spirit and um, I saw an opportunity to do so. Um, I knew people that had taught English abroad before and I went to a little informational meeting about it and then I was sold, like, oh my gosh, I wanna make this happen and you know, it's just about it's just about saying yes to the little the little opportunities and just taking like one step at a time. Yes. Um and it really is possible. Like, I, yeah, I, I've been to 24 countries. Me and Ryan traveled to 16 together. That's amazing. And it's crazy to think about, but I, I have seen some amazing things. And, like, I, I definitely encourage if you can travel, do it. I mean, you can. No, not if, because everybody can. You can find a way. <laughs> you know, my way was, um, you know, interviewing for these jobs in Taiwan and um, going and teaching. And that was my, my way to travel the world. I was also working, but... Um, yeah, it that is just so incredible, and that's something that I've always wanted to do. So, I definitely like gonna take these like little nuggets of advice <laughs> and just like actually like look into it. There's so many like random things that I want to do, like take a travel van across the country and then like like teach like abroad and stuff like that. Mm. And You're it was always 
I, I really want to, and I'm going to. Don't know when, but I'm going to. Coffee and combos is going to go international. Girl, that's the that's goal right there. <laughs> you could totally do that. Oh, my god. I gosh. would love that. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have the mobile mics already. Yeah. We're ready to go. Um, you got to go to Vietnam because they have, yeah. like, their little, the, the Vietnamese what they coffee. call it. But, yeah, it's the, their Vietnamese coffee things are really good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love getting <laughs> Vietnamese coffee uh-huh. with, like, the condensed milk, and it's yeah. just ice. It's, like, yeah. perfect. And it, like, is that, it's that kick in the butt you need if you, like, really need so that intense. caffeine. <laughs> well, aside from all that, I really do appreciate you being here. Um, I do want to continue talking about, like, goal setting empowering others and just like this mindset that you have about like abundance and like you know like you said answering and following your bliss I know that's like a whole bundle of questions Mm -hmm. but I do want to chat since it is the new year like how what advice would you give to others um to like when you have a goal how do you plan ahead and how do you what's your method to your madness basically Mm, that's such a good question. My method to my madness. Um, well, in my mid, early 20s, early mid 20s, I moved to California by myself. I actually had just gotten divorced and I had, you know, dropped out of school. I didn't have a job. I just pretty much started over with nothing. And it was that time in my life that I found yoga as a practice and started doing yoga. And I did it because it was like a workout, a good stretch, but then I actually got into the more mindfulness side and learned meditation and it changed my life because I was able to just slow down and be more aware of my own thoughts and what was going on in my head, which is can be really scary, but that's like when I also started journaling and basically just like kind of yoga kind of um, sparked my whole personal growth journey started reading a lot of books, journaling and and these kind of things. And that really started my goal setting journey. And that is when I really started like just transforming my life, achieving crazy, amazing things I never thought I would do. Um, And it really works when you actually sit down (laughs) to think about your goals, like, you know, reflect on the last year um, Mm -hmm. and write it down. Writing is so, so important to write it down. I just heard about this study from Harvard about you know, these super successful uh, people who have all graduated from Harvard and the ones that are actually, the, the ones that end up making the most money mm-hmm. were the ones that wrote their goals down. Wow. And then the second group of people, you know, kind of in the middle, they set goals, but they didn't write them down. And then the, you know, the other people, still successful graduates from Harvard, they, they weren't really goal setters, didn't really write their goals down. And they didn't make as much money as the, the other group. Crazy. So it's just interesting. Like it does work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it doesn't mean like I've, I've done like all the crazy, like goal setting practices and I've done some pretty like intense ones where it takes like two weeks of journaling. And oh, wow. if you know, Danielle Laporte's desire map, I really love her process. If you want something that goes pretty deep, um, I have done that for four years or like a version of it, but I think what works the most, um, in just as like a simple, a simple practice that anyone can do is just reflecting on what didn't go well last year, what did go well, and then what, you know, what do you want to improve or do differently in the year Mm -hmm. ahead? And I think having a more simplified 
version of, I like to say, intention setting and not making a bunch of strict goals is is the better route. At least it has been for me. Mm-hmm. I have like had you know years where I wrote down uh, 10, 10, 20 goals I wanted to achieve, and they were yeah. and they really stretched me. But sometimes that can be stressful, mm-hmm. and you know. I think above all else, like life, you know, we're supposed to enjoy life. That's the whole point of life. So don't make goals that are going to stress you out. Um, <laughs> I really love setting intentions. Like one of my intentions for 2019 is to um, have more fun, to play more, to laugh more, to dance more. Yes. And that is, that's like a goal. That's, that's my goal. And, you know, actually that's my intention. So there's mm-hmm. the intentions and goals that intention is to play more. And one of the goals that's going to support that is I want to go to one dance class a week, like awesome. one. And I go to culture shock here in San oh, Diego. Cool. It's really fun. Um, but just one, I yeah. mean, I, I the past Megan would have said, I'm going to go to three dance classes a week. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm mm-hmm. going to do that. But I found like that just stressed me out and it made me feel bad about myself. It didn't help my self-esteem. So, you know, when you're setting your goals and intentions, make sure they feel good. Yeah. Like that is the absolutely. whole point. It shouldn't feel like some scary thing. And, you know, and if you mess up, that's okay. Like if you mess up, it's, I, I know like a friend recently told me, I was trying to think who said it, but I can't remember. Um, successful people, they do, they fall off track for one day, but not two days. So I heard that the other day too. Yeah, yeah. Like you never go two days in a row. Yeah. Otherwise you, yeah. you're already fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Which like for me, that means, okay, like, okay, if I miss my dance class this Friday, next week, I'm definitely going to my dance class, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and also I think it, it depends on your personality for years I tried to work against my personality I I have kind of have like a rebel spirit in me and you know I'm an artist so I really like and I crave freedom which is the whole reason I wanted to be an entrepreneur I like to kind of make my own schedule so for years I tried to force myself to have a morning routine like Mm. a really kind of strict morning routine or like you know I'm gonna meditate do yoga and, and I tried for a long time I tried different things and I just realized like no, it, it wasn't feeling good. I was just like forcing myself or pushing myself and it was going against my core beliefs, my values, which is freedom and flexibility and being spontaneous and adventurous. Like those are things that I deeply crave. So to force myself to do like a certain thing every morning, it just wasn't working. Mm. So now instead I call it my goddess hour and my intention is to take one hour a morning in the morning, the first hour of my day to do, you know, to fill my own cup first. And I try to do something for my mind, body and spirit. So that could look like meditation one day and a run for my body, mind and spirit. Or that could look like a cup of tea cuddled up on the couch with my favorite book. And, you know, maybe that feeds my spirit that day. But then I, I do like to move my body. So I try to even if that's 10 minutes of of yoga or stretching, just something but that is like my new intention moving forward because I do like f- the freedom and I don't want to it should feel good you know yeah I, to me goals should feel good and it shouldn't feel like you're you're forcing yourself to do Absolutely. something or you know I love that oh my yeah. gosh so as we wrap <laughs> up this podcast because I know you got to go um the last question we end on is if you could have coffee and convos with anybody in the world, who would it be? And Ooh, I know you asked this question to people. And so I was like <laughs> thinking about it. I'm like, oh, how can I pick one person? Um, 
Of course, like Oprah and Beyonce, they do come to mind first. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But um, actually, recently, I was, I've was i been reading this book um, by Ashley Graham. Do you know her? She's a model. She's a model. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she's incredible. She has a podcast, too. Yeah. And why can't I think of the name? Of course, I can't think of the name of the book right now. But it's. Uh, I think it's what... Can you can you Google this like what beauty really looks like or? Anyways, my friend Lauren gave me this book to read. A new model. A new model. The book is called A New Model by Ashley Graham, and it's kind of her story of being in this world as a model and overcoming like so much judgment by other people. Um, you know, because she's a plus size model, but she's heard everything from, you know, you're not thin enough to mm-hmm. your t- you're not big enough to be in this industry I mean it's just crazy but I just really love like her mindset in the book and like I don't know I think everybody should read it I think it's a great book I'm and adding that to my Amazon like, now <laughs> the way she empowers women and her own like and self-esteem and other people like I would love to sit down with her and just like have a conversation because she just seems like a cool person as well she totally so. does yeah I love that <laughs> thank you so much Meg for being here For those who want to follow up with you, maybe chat with you, book a shoot with you, and see what you're up to, where can they find you? Um, So mainly I hang out on Instagram, and my Instagram is megmariephoto with underscores between. Um, You can also visit my website, megmariephoto.com. And yeah, uh, if you want my free branding guide, check out the link in my bio, my Instagram bio, and you can sign up for your Feel Confident AF on camera, guys. And I'll also put that link in the show notes and on the website in case you guys are curious. And yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited. This is our first interview of 2019. And if that didn't set the tone for you, I don't know what will because I am feeling (laughs) so empowered, so confident after this conversation. It's like almost 10 a.m. in the morning, and I already have my coffee. had this great energy. So thank you so much, Meg. I really appreciate it. Thanks, hon. Thank you. And we'll chat with you. Happy New Year. I know. Happy New Year. And we'll chat with you guys next time. Bye.